This episode of The Chase Report is brought to you by the World Power Walking Championships. Watch a couple hundred people stroll their way to victory and... Come on. Watch it. Walking, walking's cool. It's You were all obsessed with it last week. People don't know what you fucking want. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Wednesday, the 11th of August. Gabby and Charles, the news on vaccines is finally really good. Are you excited? Yeah. I just think it's great that everyone at last is going to be in the same boat. They're all going to get vaccinated. We're all going to just be one group of people all united in being a sort of vaccinated nation. It's such a nation-building thing to do. Moderna's coming online in a month or so. Pfizer's going to come through. But at the moment, admittedly, Pfizer is a bit in short supply. I mean, in regional areas, places like Newcastle and Bathurst, people are really, really cross that their Pfizer appointments have been cancelled yes. to give to teachers at exclusive private schools. At, at what? No, isn't it for it's for the people students? in southwest Sydney and Bankstown and stuff like that, isn't it? It's not- well, in effect, yes, um, that's what they've said. But it also turns out, and of all people, the Australian reported on this yesterday, hmm. that oh. many of Sydney's elite private schools what? have been able to vaccinate their staff what? through sweet deals with local GPs. It's absolutely amazing. With Pfizer? Yes, with Pfizer. So, like, <laughs> Kimball Ladies College, which is a very posh, leafy Wait. school on the upper north shore of, of Sydney, they've got a private clinic on site. Because a, lo- a local GP sent an email to the principal saying, I'm going to keep Pfizer doses aside for you until dom, teachers can dom, all dom, get vaccinated. I, th- I think you've got this wrong. This was literally a satirical article in The Chaser about three weeks ago. The idea that we were taking... Pfizer vaccines from the regions to give to rich private schools. That well, literally, that that is a, a chaser article. I think it's, it's good to be clear. I mean, I'm I'm joking about them directly doing that. They are cancelling the appointments for the kids in the regions, but at the same time, and I know the Australian does read like satire often, but this is absolutely true. So Barker College in Hornsby. Oh my, my dad god! Went. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I've got some relatives who went there too. I got to admit, um, they've got a medical centre next door to their school campus. Yeah. And well, they have no, now got 60% but, of staff partly vaccinated, Dom, 30% fully vaccinated. Dom, that, that's fine. Like all schools in South and Southwest Sydney need to do is, you know, get their own medical clinic set up next to their school, their own private medical clinic. Mm. And and then they too can be part of this grift. So I don't, I don't think there's any problem here. It's just... They just, just don't have enough... A high yeah. end like medical centres next door to those schools. Didn't yeah, they? Sweet exactly. Relations. Knox yeah. Grammar School had Pfizer vaccinations for staff from a nearby medical centre. It's That's, just all sweet and cosy, isn't it? Did they, Hold on a did minute. They, Hold on. Did they spit on the staff? Oh, no, that was Shaw, wasn't it? Hold on. Where did you two go to school? Shut up. No, because no, we're doing this because the last time we mentioned private schools on this podcast, we, we were met with a barrage of angry emails because of the hypocrisy mm. from you two. Now, where did you both go to school? 
Uh, the University I, of Life. Ca- coming yeah. up on the show today. <laughs> oh, all right. How very Gladys Berejiklian of you. Well, I'm look, public school look, educated. We're not. We're not talking about that now. That's for. That's for another podcast. Charles today and I we're, are we're both sti- public school educated, aren't we, Charles? Yeah, the greater public schools of Sydney. Um, primary school. We went to public primary schools, I believe. <laughs> you know what? Um, the one thing they do learn at public schools is uh, how to tell the truth. And I and I feel like the one thing that you two are very good at is lying. Look, so I'll give be, you that. To be fair, our school um, is not on the list, but another grammar school, Knox Grammar, um, <laughs> it's just extraordinary. They're all doing it pretty much, except for our one. Barker College. The headmaster is actually saying that. Um, uh, that it fully complies with regulations for eligibility, but not for availability, mate, does it? But does, is it any surprise? Like, is anyone going, oh, my God, the Liberal government, which previous to this point has had so much integrity just all the way through, has now suddenly done something dodgy with their private school mates? I mean, look, let me ask you this, okay? They don't have stats on teachers. What percentage of adults do you think in... North Sydney and Hornsby, like the the rich areas of Sydney to the north, have had a first dose. Uh, it would be it'd be same. It'd be roughly slightly more than the statewide average. I think the statewide average is now twenty three percent. So maybe it's twenty twenty five percent. Fifty two percent. Oh, you're fucking dose. kidding! And you in, are. In southwest Sydney, yeah, which has been the epicenter of the outbreak for you know more well, than a month since now. Bondi yeah. stopped being the epicenter. Yeah, yes. exactly. You know what percentage has had a first dose? I'm going to say two. <laughs> 14.7. Oh, no. This was Dom, Dom, Dom. They've only got themselves to blame. They've just got to get along to the clinic on, in Hornsby. Yeah, at Knox Grammar. At Knox Grammar. And, um, and he'll sort them out for, for, but for them. You know what the really surprising thing about this article is? That it was written by The Australian? Yes. That's it. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. perfect. You know. Yeah, but we we had the scoop weeks ago. The chaser had the scoop weeks ago. That's just a rewrite of the well, chaser. Well, I think article. I think as two ex private school boys, it's in your duty to teach the people of Southwest Sydney um, how to be a private school student, mm. and then they can sneak in, get it done. I, I agree. And you know what? I'm going to write our old school's headmaster an email right now and saying Do he's it. not doing enough to vaccinate the staff. Do it. I think we should. I think that's that's the closest to a stunt we can get in this lockdown. Go nuts. Coming up on the show today, James Schleffel of The Shovel is going to catch up on some news, including the outbreaks in Byron and Tamworth in regional New South Wales. The International Panel on Climate Change have landed themselves on thin ice with health officials this week after their controversial decision to declare the entire planet Earth a hotspot. The unfortunate miscommunication has led to a bloody rivalry, with epidemiologists everywhere vowing war against climatologists. The potential fallout of this dispute is grim, with experts predicting that parties with scientists will now be even more awkward and lame. As the census sweeps the nation, statisticians have called for everyone to take the poll seriously after they noticed that 38,000 Australians have been left unaccounted for because they weren't home for the census. The ABS has immediately blamed this lack of data on the interference they faced from malicious hackers and no fault of their own. After arriving in Byron Bay, the coronavirus has recently confirmed rumours with paparazzi that it is now dating Liam Hemsworth. 
The two met at a cafe in Byron where the virus knew that it was love at first transmission. The pair are now close contacts after bonding with each other over the fact they will only be relevant for another year, tops. That's the latest headlines from the Chaser Newsroom. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Up next, Julie and Dave get serious on Pack to the Rafters, followed by all new NCIS. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of The Chase Report is brought to you by Moderna. Why be hesitant about just two vaccines when you could be hesitant about three? Moderna. 80% of New South Wales is now under lockdown. And the good thing about it is that it gives us a chance to share an experience with our good friends in Melbourne who are now on lockdown number six. James Schleffel of the Shovel, you're a veteran. Hi, Tom. How are you? It's wonderful down here in Melbourne. Another week of lockdown. Can, can I just say, though, the fact that Gladys Berejiklian didn't shut down Sydney a month sooner in order to stop the spread of the coronavirus across the whole country is not something that I've given any thought to at all this week. Uh, hasn't <laughs> crossed my mind. haven't given it a moment's thought. Did you say Berejiklian on the way there? I, the I, way think I, I think I heard it. Like, was that, I think, was that, that a, Freudian, Freudian slip? a Freudian joke? I didn't mean to do that, but I think you might be right. A mm. um, lot of love for, for Gladys down here. Yeah, because, I mean, what's the vibe? Are you, are you blaming us just because it came from us or are you sort of seeing the broader picture that pandemics happen and and there's not really anything that one person can do to stuff up so badly? that? Yeah. Oh, look, I'd like to think that we're taking the high moral ground and being the big person here, but I'm not sure that's the case, Charles. Um, yeah, look, a bit Is of anger there, down here, sure. Out of 100, what are the mm. chances of civil war in the next 10, 15 years? Like, what are we talking? <laughs> Look, I think certainly in time, in time for the next Olympics, I think I want to see a, a situation where we don't compete as Australia, but we're competing as separate states. I, <laughs> I think right. that's quite likely. Yeah. And, no, and- but see, if that, if that happened, I'd want Tasmania to just somehow pull through and be an underdog in that situation. Well, I mean, Ariane Titmus is, is from Tasmania, so they'd probably win. That's I mean, there you go. they'd probably be the, the leading the leading country well, out of the... Especially on a per capita basis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, James, where, where do we end the blame game? I mean, okay, sure, this is all our Premier's fault. But then isn't it the limo driver's fault beyond that? And then isn't it the person who booked that person, that idiot, to drive a limo? Isn't it the existence of limos that's really to blame here and not us? Yes. Well, it is. I I like Dom's idea of just blaming it on limos, though. I think Mm. just having, you know, a piece of kind of inert machinery is is a good thing. It's probably what we need right now rather than a person. If the flight crews had just walked from the airport, none of this would have ever happened. (laughs) God, that's depressing to think of it that way, Dom. But true, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's quite bizarre. If that one person uh, hadn't yeah. allegedly been vaccine hesitant, we would all be no, okay. It, it, or if the company had been a public thing where, like, it was a private 
cut price company, the public system had fully vaccinated drivers for those things and they'd outsourced it because they wanted to save a few bucks and they've saved the army. The army could have done it. I love the idea that the army would like should have been in charge of uh, passenger transportation from airports and stuff. Because imagine getting off a plane and then getting into a tank. <laughs> yes, That'd be a great way to come into the country. Ahoy! The flight crews would have gone directly to the hotel. No one's stopping that tank. Not even for red lights, right? Tank submarine home. Can we talk to James? <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying listening to the banter guys. It's it's fun. Oh look, there's been a lot going on though. I can I can I just go through some of the top stories that I've Please. been following this week. I look I noticed up in New South Wales, Byron Bay went into lockdown yesterday. Mm. Um, and apparently within 30 minutes, all the stores there had totally sold out of healing crystals. Oh, uh, just trolleys overflowing with this stuff. You couldn't get an astrology chart or a dream catcher for love or money up there. Yeah. So um, thoughts and prayers for the people up there. And was there was there a run on biochargers as well? I know Pete Evans has a store up there. He does. He does. Mm. I heard that that went bankrupt actually, which is which is extraordinary because That's he weird. sells those things for twenty thousand dollars a pop. So you wouldn't have to sell too many. Yeah, um, I heard but- that there were ten thousand leftover biochargers. <laughs> oh my god, maybe Australians aren't as gullible as we thought. And <laughs> but it makes for a very good disco. But it was like that would have been like two hundred and fifty million dollars worth of biochargers at the retail price. At retail cost, yeah. yeah. James, um, I've heard there's problems with testing up in Byron though, because they can't get enough Reiki practitioners in. <laughs> Um, yes, I do worry a bit about Byron. Um, but look, Tamworth as well, also in lockdown. That, of course, is to stop the spread of Barnaby Joyce. Um, <laughs> this um, this second wave of Barnaby Joyce, though, is is much, much worse, I think. I don't know what you guys think. Oh, yeah. I mean, the unfiltered uh, transmission into the staffer uh, really oh. didn't end well. Yeah, well, apparently they're saying anyone who's come into contact with Barnaby Joyce needs to have a deep clean and <laughs> <laughs> just make sure that, you and know. also a psychiatric tot- analysis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he just keeps popping up. You can't get rid of the guy. Yeah, but, mm. I mean, is it is it advisable? Like, I know lockdowns sort of work for some things, but is it advisable to lock down Barnaby Joyce just in the Tamworth area? Like, isn't that a bit cruel to everyone in Tamworth? Yes. Yes, it is cruel, child. They'd be looking for some kind of payment or compensation for that, I'm sure. <laughs> and imagine what it would do to birth rates. <laughs> oh. um, no, uh, but, but I guess the upside the upside is that it's also um, stopped the spread of country music for the time being. <laughs> yes, it has. Just contained it into that little area. That's, uh, that's good for everyone. What else? The Moderna vaccine has been approved in Australia. You might have seen that. Um, yes, and good news. That's, it is good news. It could be arriving in Australia as soon as... September, apparently, which means the government's only got one month to totally fuck up the messaging. (laughs) Um, Usually they've got a lot more time to get this, uh, to get this wrong. So, um, so yeah, they're they're working on that right now, I think. Do you remember that? Do you remember when Scott Morrison, uh, he came down harder on hoarding toilet paper than he did about getting vaccinated. Because I remember Mm -hmm. last year he was like, stop hoarding. I can't be more blunt about it. Stop it. Um, and I haven't seen anything like that towards the vaccines. Get vaccinated. Well, Just do it. Go do it. Let alone let alone the, the needles in strawberries. Remember that a couple of years oh, ago? Yeah. I mean, yes. that's the only time that Scott Morrison's done a full day's work, I think, was mm. was when we had that that problem. And if That'd only be, it, that'd be if a only nice there were like needles in, 
if there were needles inside yeah. the the coronavirus, well, maybe um, they just need to put strawberries around the vaccine needles. Oh, yes, good idea. And yeah, it'll activate Scott coming Morrison. into summer. Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. I think the problem is James that he's lacking for spiritual counsel because um, his good mate Brian Houston of Hillsong is uh, just a little bit charged with unspeakable crimes, isn't he? He yeah. is. This has been a long time coming. Um, and I, this is this is a great thing for Hillsong because after years of being cast aside as some kind of fringe movement, Hillsong can finally be considered a conventional mainstream religion <laughs> uh, because, you know, their founders been charged with allegedly concealing information about child sexual abuse. So I, I think that, you know, they're now, now part of the mainstream. They've been doing everything else right. They're, they haven't been paying any tax, but, um, but no. finally I think they can be brought into the fold. He could be Hillsong's first pope. <laughs> 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 oh yes, yes, it could be. I haven't heard anything from Scott Morrison about this yet, which is, uh, well, I guess it's not surprising, is it? But you know, they're best mates, aren't they? Famously, he invited Brian Houston to the White House, didn't he? Mm. And then mm. the Trump White House, said, yeah, well, we don't, we don't, you know, we have standards, you know, <laughs> and Brian <laughs> yeah. Houston didn't meet them. I was imagining <laughs> there were some um, some sex crimes that needed to be concealed at the White House, but um, no, you're right. Yeah, imagine imagine not making the cut for a Donald Trump event. I mean, <laughs> that is a very low bar. James Level, thanks for joining us. James, and if you want more, don't forget to check out The Shovel on all the socials and their website. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. The Australian Census Bureau would like to thank the public of Australia for participating in the 2021 census. Here's some of the most interesting things we learnt this year. There are now 25 million more Australians since the last census in 2016, when the results showed that there were only six. Zero Bondi residents were in their home last night. 124% of Australians report not understanding how percentages work. 0% of Australians are excited for the Hey Hey It's Saturday reboot. 50,000 couples reported breaking up over the stress of defining their relationship on the census form. 38,000 Australians mysteriously reported that they were overseas on census night. 69% of Australians report being immature. 98% of Australians report wanting milk that just tastes like real milk. And 100% are now aware that they are breathing and hate us for pointing this out. For more statistics, visit census.gov.au. Not all at once, though. We wouldn't want the website to crash. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by your partner hating ice skating. It's true. You were right. They hate it. And there's no reason they should pretend to like it in front of strangers. And it, it, it's not weird of you to bring this up, okay? You, you, you should confront them about this. You should, you should tell them. You should tell them how you feel. Now, before we go, we don't normally uh, share kind of private conversations with the podcast. But Gabby, you posted something this morning that I think needs consideration because everyone on our team thought that we were all absolutely smashed recording yesterday's podcast like let's have a listen it destroyed our dreams are destroyed it doesn't matter it does nothing matters anymore because we're all gonna die in a climate apocalypse anyways charles Who cares? when you do die in a climate apocalypse do you want us to scatter your ashes on a half pipe if we can find one because then they'll slide <laughs> down be really fun. So you can listen to the podcast on certain players in halftime, uh, not just double time and 2.5. You can listen to it in halftime. And I don't know about you, but the two of you particularly sound absolutely smashed. Yeah. Is it smashed or stoned? To me, it's like 3 a.m. pre-lockdown lore. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, it is hard to Good tell times. with Charles because Charles is often like that normally. But for me, <laughs> I haven't had a drink in weeks. Like, that that's amazing. And it just makes me think, do I need to unlock Drunk Dom? Like, do I, should yes. I be that person on a full-time basis? Well, the only way to go from here is to get absolutely smashed on one of these episodes, not tell anyone and see if the same thing happens. Because the thing is, your your speeches are both slurred in, in your nature anyway. <laughs> so what happens is, if you guys drink, what if you suddenly become, like, etiquette queens? Mm, Eridite. Yeah. Witty. Mm. Yeah, yes. like all of a sudden I'm talking to Audrey Hepburn and Julie Andrews. Well, th- that's good. So next time I'm at a party and I want to seem like I'm having a great time but don't want to drink anything, like I'll just be like going very slowly. And- uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's quite the vibe. I think mm. I don't think you guys can actually emulate it at all. I think it's only mm. something we can unlock with your actual speech patterns. Yeah, I, I, see, I wouldn't worry about it, Dom, anyway, because it's not like you're going to be able to go to a party anytime soon anyway. And even if we could, I'm not sure you guys are getting invited to any young people parties. Let's just end the podcast here. Um, <laughs> leave us a review, please. Five stars, very welcome. And today's code word is half speed drunks. Great. I love that, that this is changing the reviews for you guys. Our gear is some road microphones. And we're part of the ACAST Create. No, that doesn't work. ACAST Create a Network. See ya. See ya. <laughs> God. <laughs>